Here's a story from the world. Turkey is one of the few Muslim-majority countries where abortion is legal. But Turkey's conservative government is working to limit abortion access. Many public hospitals have stopped providing them. Even among friends, abortion remains a taboo subject. From Istanbul, reporter Fariba Nawa has our story. It's late morning, and Sevilla invites me to meet her at her home in a hillside middle-class neighborhood. When I arrive, she's with three other women friends. They ask me only to use their first names for privacy. (laughs) The four of them get together often, drink tea, and eat with laughter. But today's gathering is about to turn tense. Sevilay is a stay-at-home mom who wants to share her struggle with abortion to make it easier for others. It's rare for a Turkish woman to publicly talk about having an abortion. I became very upset when I learned about my pregnancy. I wondered whether I could do it or not. I was already having a hard time with two kids. There was nobody that could help me. Her friend Shada is the loudest in the group. She shakes her head at Sevilay. There are many things you can do to prevent a pregnancy right now. You can tie your tubes, you can use birth control. If you don't use all these options and you end up getting pregnant with a child, you should give birth to them. Shada turns to me for validation. Now that I know Sevilay's situation, I feel like I'm sharing her sin. And this is a sin after all. Sevilay is taken aback by Shada's sharp judgment, but keeps her cool. Sevilay is 38 years old with kind eyes. She dropped out of university, got married, and worked in healthcare for a while. She and her husband have two small children. To keep up their middle-class lifestyle, two kids are all they can afford. I'm trying to set higher standards for my children. I'm trying to provide them a good life. I can give birth to five children and can raise them very well, but I cannot provide them good opportunities. Sevilay decided to get an abortion with her husband's permission, which she needs legally. She thought the decision would be the hardest part, but finding a hospital was even harder. Private hospitals cost too much, but public ones kept turning her away. Sevilay reached out to Morchata, a women's rights group that helped her find a public hospital to do it for free. But even that hospital's staff gave Sevilay a guilt trip and threatened her. They said, if you come to this hospital for another abortion, we won't let you in. She had the abortion at nine weeks, one week before it became illegal. Sevilay was broken from the emotional toll and harsh treatment. The abortion itself was awful. I felt bad. I woke up crying. To be honest, sometimes my heart aches. The stigma of abortion remains deep in Turkey. It became legal here in 1983. Wealthier women from Saudi and Iran, where abortion is banned, come here to have one. But in the last decade, the conservative AK Party and President Recep Tayyip Erdogan have been chipping away at reproductive rights. 
In 2012, the government tried to reduce the 10-week pregnancy limit to six weeks, but feminists fought back and won. Erdogan publicly calls abortion murder and says women should have at least three children. Public hospitals can simply refuse women access based on what the president says, not the law. So low-income women like Syrian refugees turn to back alley clinics. Dışarıdan bakıldığında kuaför ama içeride insan sağlığıyla oynandı. Last year, news broke that police had raided a clinic fronting as a Syrian hair salon. Three people were arrested. Hazal Atay is an outreach coordinator at Women on Web, a Dutch-based platform that helps women get access to abortions in restrictive countries. Turkey banned Women on Web's website in 2016, but Turkish women still find ways to contact them. Hazal translates some of the recent letters she has gotten from Turkey, including this one from a woman in Erzurum. She's 23 years old, and uh, she wrote to us saying... I'm sure this situation is difficult for everyone, but if my family learns about the pregnancy, they won't let me live. I know you help a lot of people, but you don't know where I live and you don't know my family. You are my only hope. Here is another message uh, from Istanbul. Uh, Two other letters from women in Istanbul reflect the same desperation. One woman says she doesn't have the money to get an abortion. Another has run away from a violent husband but needs his permission to abort her pregnancy. Back in Sevilla's home in Istanbul, the debate rages between the four friends. Sevilla gets support from her activist friend Sevjan as Sheda continues to criticize. The state will help you with your child. No, it doesn't. There are babies dying from hunger in this country. Women can't buy formula for their babies. I think she had no reason to get an abortion. Sevjan says it's a woman's decision whether she wants to have an abortion, not the state's. Then she reminds her friends about solidarity. Women are strong together. We have to support each other all the time. We have to support each other even if we don't have the same opinions. Sevilay sits quietly on her couch. Her eyes are fixed on the ground. Her son comes into the room to watch TV, and she holds him. For the world, Fariba Nawa, Istanbul.